your ears had to be ringing yesterday. <laughs> I was talking about you while I was in the kitchen making the oxtails, and I was telling people how I myself had to make the pivot of going from celebrity blogging to hanging out in the kitchen, and then even even taking time off um, from from blogging and the events and things like that. But never losing my space in the marketplace. Right. So, and I attribute that to, you know, all the knowledge you brought to Breakfast with Dryer Buzz. And just knowing you over the years, we had people out there on Periscope looking like, wait a minute, how do I find Lunch Chat? So, first and foremost, (laughs) tell everybody about Lunch Chat. Well, that is basically my pivot from... uh from the time when I was doing a lot of live events and things in person, which is where I share information with people on really launching anything, not just a business, but if you have a creative project and really about launching your life. We're constantly in the process of launching. The pivot is part of the launch. It's the relaunch. Um, And so launch chat, um, you know, I do individual consults with people, everything from a conversation to a full out plan. Um, whatever people want. And I, much like you, I work it out in the process. And that is where the magic happens is when you go with whatever the process is for the person and say, let's figure out how do you get moving? How do you keep moving? How do you re- restart when you stop moving? <laughs> because all those things will happen. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think about you're talking about the pivot and really keying in on that when we had that discussion and now, aren't you noticing you see that word pivot everywhere now? Yes, I do. I sure, I do. And, but you know what? I also want to talk about becoming, because before you came on, oh, yeah. I'm going to run back in and grab my headset. We were talking about uh, everybody as they came in, if they were excited about uh, Michelle Obama and how you have so graciously invited me to uh, do this with you. And when Michelle Obama comes, I think you said we're – on our end, we're going to get Gail King. Let me see. Somebody yep. says, I never usually ask for this, but can someone please? Lord Jesus, not a cash out. <laughs> but anyway, so we, you said we get Gail King when yep. the tour comes. I'm going to plug in, guys. Let me, you guys can still hear me. Test, test, test. That's going yeah, to be absolutely to awesome. Oh my gosh. That's basically second only having Oprah along. <laughs> And, and and we you and I both go back to the Oprah event. So we've seen the Oprah event. Exactly. Wow. So this is like a culmination. I just got jitters. This is like a culmination of, of that. And we learned so much during the Oprah event. Oh my God. We should just, I I don't know what else to do. But I was thinking about becoming. And my becoming right now is becoming the matriarch. Um, mm. Okay, is that is that are those not shoes? Those are shoes to fill. Um, I mean, I, there's no way around it because even though I'm, that's my reality right now because that's what I am. Yeah, that's where I am. Those are yeah. you know, and which and for those that know, I've been through the trauma as well as Angela as well. And I thought that's another thing we have in common. Mm-hmm. Uh, Becoming the matriarch because mm-hmm. there was always in the loss of my mom, she was always the go-to. She was everything for everybody, and just the looking at my crew, my myself and my kids, 
trying to figure out who has her strength in this, her strength in that, mm-hmm. her knowledge of this. Um, and a lot of that, even though we share it because we were all under the same, we had a multi-generational household. It, the things I noticed, the things that I don't have or don't possess of her, they have, mm. you know, um, so we see it on all of each other. So, but at the same time, I'm thinking, oh my God, now my children are going to, you know, start, they're starting, getting ready to start their families and so mm-hmm. forth. And somebody said to me yesterday when I was making the oxtail, somebody tagged um, that the pot that I was cooking out of looked, reminded them of a pot that would have been handed down. Mm. And I was like, that's in becoming the matriarch. I have had to go out and buy some of these things because I didn't have, I don't have, you know, Uh you didn't, I didn't think about keeping everything, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? So I didn't have, the cast iron skillets. My dad has the cast iron skillets <laughs> and won't give them to me. <laughs> he has my grandmother's cast iron skillet. So those things, and he said, oh, you'll get them one day. Yeah, well. <laughs> those, right, so that hasn't come to me. So I had, to, my daughter actually gave me a set for Christmas. And I was thinking like, wow, these are mine that'll get passed on mm-hmm. as I use them over time. And that's my becoming. I'll, I'll keep it short. I know I was long-winded on that. But that's my becoming, becoming the matriarch. I'm going to put that. I got to start a board or something. Yeah. So, and I no, think and we should invite people to come up with their becoming. Absolutely. And you know, because really what you're talking about is becoming legacy, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. What, what, is your, what is your legacy, right? And this is the natural progression, uh, for, for, you know, as we age, right. And the, and the legacies that, that were before us are gone, but also it's the thing that we can do, you know, it doesn't have to be that, that, that your matriarch or patriarch has passed away. It can be the legacy of you've just done a thing a long time, right. Because mm. you also have a legacy of being one of the early bloggers, right. And being mm-hmm. one of the early social media people, there's a legacy in there too, that is part of it. You're working on the matriarch piece and that's fine. But there's a, there's part in there too. When you said that, I was like, mm, legacy, you, we need to own that piece as well. And so, you know, I think that's awesome. I mean, for me becoming right, mm-hmm. I'm in the same position of becoming matriarch, becoming a care. I was already caregiving prior to that, but becoming, you know, uh, the sort of taking over a lot of caregiving responsibilities that had fallen mm-hmm. on my mother. And so that's different for me. Right. Uh, but I think for me, it is about becoming, I don't know, second act, third act. How many acts have I had in my life? More than two or three. But it's about becoming this next phase of who I am. What, am, what do I put out into the world now? What do I have to give based on uh, vision, but based on actually being grounded in hard realities? And I think that is, there's a, there's a middle path there. So maybe that's what is becoming, becoming the middle way, right? Is understanding that there can be things in, in, in your life that feel like they're chaining you down. I will feel chained mm-hmm. down. But at the same time, we can still vision and dream. And it's the we've got to be able to ma- navigate that up and down, left and right. It's sort of a version of the pivot, right? But mm-hmm. I think that's where I am now. And to say, instead of saying, well, I haven't landed on the title or the, the term, you got to navigate your way there. So when you're in the process of becoming, sometimes it's just navigating the path mm. to getting to the top, 
right? And to the next version of yourself. So mm-hmm. um, I think I really like this, Yolanda. I hope people will share what they're becoming. And, you know, if you don't know what you're becoming, I think our discussions about Michelle Obama will give a lot of light on that. Because, right. wow. Because in her book, I mean, when you think about it and you read, you, I listened to it. I, I got the book, but Same I here. also got the audio. And when you think about it, a lot of times we, we try to set the outcome, but you mm-hmm. don't know the outcome. And when you list, listen to each of the chapters or each parts of her life, she had no idea Mm-mm. up until she became first lady that everything along the way was, was progress to get to that point. No, none of us know. We don't know. You don't Mm-mm. know when an opportunity is going to present itself, especially one of, of leadership, like you were saying, uh, legacy. You know, you mm-hmm. don't know. You, I have, you have an idea and you try to live on one accord or another, but you don't really think of the legacy because there are others in those positions, you know. Like I said, becoming the matriarch, you know, mom was always mm-hmm. there. Or becoming, I didn't set out when I started, and my dog is like, just not going to let this happen. But when I started blogging and when I stepped on, trying, stepped up to that first PR person and try to prove to them that having an online entity or magazine was nearly the same, if not better than Mm -hmm. a print. Um, (laughs) You know, I had to plead my case. And and Mm -hmm. I just remember those very early days. And you said, now I have to own it. One of the ways in which I decided to own it, um, hey, Santa, one of the ways I decided to own it was to put it in my tagline. Now I have Atlanta's original digital because now everybody is digital everybody is trying if those are not yet are going digital but to start I started as a digital what my hopes at that time was I would be able to grow to becoming a full color full magazine but that didn't happen Mm -hmm. now we're at a time where it doesn't need to happen or I can still do it to some level but it, it didn't start that way but yet and still a legacy came out of it. Well, and I think that's such an interesting point that comes from experience of doing things, right? Is that sometimes... Keep talking. Do, I'm on we, a mute my That's dog. fine. <laughs> that's fine. Who knows what I'm gonna, you're going to hear in my background. But uh, that we, we know we want to do something. We have a vision or a, a, what it's going to... Maybe we know what it's going to feel like. We know sort of what it wants to look like. We don't know exactly what it is. But we got to pick something. Right. Mm-hmm, Sometimes mm-hmm. it's just like you pick something. You think, well, I think what I want is a magazine. Right. Right. I think, you know, I think what I want is this, you know, um, where I was producing. I'm going to go back to my, you know, producing two events a month. That's not what I ended up wanting. But anyway, that's what I want to do. So you you got to have something that you're shooting for and aiming for, because if you don't know what it is, maybe you've never even seen it. Right. How are you going to be able to work on it? It's in the doing, right, that it comes mm-hmm. about. That was, that's, that's the story of Michelle Obama, is that in doing and following, she had a, um, God, can I relate to her? She had her plan. She had her life plan, right? And, but because she was open in the moment to really being true to her own, her, in, her intuition, her instinct, right? Mm-hmm. She wasn't thinking that. She's like, I'm going to be a badass lawyer and have a cute, you know, have a nice place to live and I'm going to work. And... You know, she's like, I don't even want to date, right? I'm not even going to date. With you. She's like, right. You're cer- certainly not a former president, right? No, no. And I just, I tell you, I, I'm 
big fan of living single. And I just keep thinking about that. She was just going to be hanging out. Like, you know, she was a young, uh, upwardly mobile professional. And, you you know, she talks about all of her friends and they were, you know, they were, and there's, it was great. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what you're supposed to be doing. And then here comes this big collision <laughs> with, yes. with, with Barack Obama. And, but she didn't allow herself to just be like, nope got him a plan, got to work my plan. This is a plan. This is not part of the plan. No, she was able to be <laughs> open to that. And that's very difficult. That's actually really, really hard to do when you are pretty sure, you know, that you like to say that you're going to, I'm going to have a magazine, but when you're open to shifting, you get right. something that's even better. And I, you know, not to say that she wouldn't have been a fantastic partner in whatever that law firm was and be very established and do, be a, <laughs> do everything she ended up doing. Right. But it's, it, to me, that, that really struck me, especially as a young person. I don't know, you know, it's like, okay, what was I doing at that age? Yeah, I was doing some stuff, but was mm-hmm. I, would I have been open like that? I don't know. So I think that there's a, there's a, a lesson in that. And that's why, beco- that's, of course, that's why she called it becoming. Because it's not, it's not a, you're never, you're never done. Never done, never done. And I think, I think too many times we have, our plan is too rigid, you mm-hmm. know, it's too rigid and we oftentimes we wake up each and every day and we have to pick these boxes. You've got to have a plan. You know, people who live the nomad life, nomadic life, and they just get to just kind of go with the flow, they're ostracized. But, mm-hmm. you know, you need to have some idea, but not be so rigid. I, I tell you, when I, when I started this, I was like, oh, my God, I just kind of want to take a year off. And now I sit here five years later and when I tell people this is my time off and they're like, no way, because you did all this. But see, I didn't take it off and say, I'm rigidly Mm -hmm. going to just do this. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to try. I'm going to try whatever's working, whatever fits the puzzle, you know, whatever pieces fit at this time. I'll I'll just go with that. I'll work with that. I I have to hear here are my limitations. Here is uh, things Mm -hmm. that I can do that I can be great at. Here's mm-hmm. what won't cause me any anxiety because <laughs> mm-hmm. that was like the larger part of this thing, mm-hmm. right? And yes. now becoming, allowing myself to become all those different things, I was like, this is the time to just try it all. Whatever, whatever works, works, right? Mm-hmm. Now to say, to look back and see how many experiences I have. When my memories come up on Facebook <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, how did I find time to do that? How did I find the mind to do that? How did I just find a day to just enjoy myself? Can I do that again mm-hmm. and again and again and again? But I, I think it just, especially even in the pivot and even in the becoming mm-hmm. and even launching, like right now I'm, I'm back to the point of, of launching something. And, you know, I feel like I've done a lot, but I still want to do, I still want to do more. So again, even in becoming the matriarch and looking at all the matriarchs that we've had, and I was like, I, because when I turned the camera on, here's, here was my fear. My fear was, wow, the emptiness, downsizing, um, walking away from a lot of the blogging. Whoa, I'm not used to this quiet. I'm not used mm-hmm. to being alone. Oh, wow. And I, and I kept thinking back to my grandmother. I'm like, what was her life? You know, she had to wait for the kids to visit, had to wait for the grandkids to visit. And I kept saying, oh, my God. But then I was so thankful because I'm like, whoa, this wasn't unfamiliar to me. It's something that I've seen. 
Because I saw her enjoy her time. I was like, wait, you know, every time we went over, she enjoyed, you know, having a dinner for us and this, that, and the other. And I went into the kitchen and I said, you know what? I'm okay with living that life. But the difference was, goes back to the legacy you mentioned, the difference was I could go live. Yeah. I didn't have to do it or be alone in it. It's like, whoa, I'm in this kitchen. I'm home alone. I could go live and invite millions in with me. So even though I'm going to live a semblance of a life of a previous matriarch in the family, it's still going to be different. And I, and I could still look forward to it. While at first I was like afraid of that kind, that solitary life. Right. I realized I don't necessarily have to do it that way. I won't have to do it that way. I won't, I don't have to experience the loneliness that I think was there because I don't know that it was there. It's just it appeared to that be that way because I was in a time, different time in life where I never had a moment alone. You know, even right. I was telling my son who's home from traveling and he and I were talking the other day and I said, you know, the thing that I did not, even though I was all my life, I was thinking the kids are going to grow up, man, I'm going to enjoy my time alone. And it's like, well, I don't really like the alone time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but then again, I don't have to, it doesn't have to be that way, you know? And I, I, I look around at people as I move about the city and I see them, you know, in their different enclaves and where they are. And I, I often wonder if they know it doesn't have to be that way. And I see people in different environments, especially different living environments and, and going through situations. And I oftentimes wonder, do they know it doesn't have to be that way? And sometimes I feel comfortable enough to say, you know, there's another way. Well, and I think that is, you know, as I, I mean, I've witnessed your pivot, I've witnessed this, you know, your story, but I think that that, I was just thinking what if I had to sum it up, because, you know, I like to sum it up, right, mm-hmm. is that you, and you just you summed it up yourself is that th- there's another way. Mm-hmm. And I think that is then that has made all the difference. Right. As if you look and said, there's this that I like, but rather than just saying, no, no, it's too many limitations around it. So no, I say, I don't be myself. This is not really what, I, you know, blah, blah, blah. You're, again, you've got a model that you've looked at. You're like, I like it, but no, I don't want this, this and this. You just said there's got to be another way. And then you figured out another way, right? You took all your skill sets and experiences and put them all together, right? And combined things that people may not have thought would go together, right? At least you had not necessarily thought about it going together. Like, oh, I'm just going to be in my kitchen and, I, and I'm just going to invite people to my, to my kitchen, right? Well, mm-hmm. That's what you do. You're like, just come on in the kitchen. I'm going to show you how to do lemonade, right? I'm gonna, mm-hmm. You're, gonna, you're gonna either going to love it or you're going you're gonna to criticize me. And bust my chops, but let's go, right? And it would be very much, I thought, this is like somebody, like, I thought, every time I see this, see you in your kitchen, I'm like, it's like, you know, I said, just stop on by. You're, are you, you going to be in the neighborhood? Come on by. I'm going to be, mm-hmm. cooking, right? But you don't have to have 50 people in your house, a million people in your house, right? right. You don't have to, you don't have that, to have that level of preparation of saying, well, gosh, now I got to have a house that'll hold a million people, right? No. But so you said, okay, I can have that. I can have some space that you need, right? But I can also have connection and community. There's a, because there is another way. My grandmother did it one way. There's another way. And I think when you're looking at people, that's a fantastic message that you can share. Again, part of that, I was thinking like the matriarch is, guess what, guys? There's another way. 
Let's see, mm-hmm. let's see if we can figure out what that other way is for you. It may not be the same way you did it, right? Or that, so that somebody else's did it, but you, you can find the way for you. And so let me, let me ask you this. This is just, you know, as you're telling your story here, when you, when you realized you wanted to do this pivot, I mean, I watched you work it out, right? At what point, at what point you try, you know, you, you're, you know, you were doing, you're in person and you're starting to stream and you're like, I'm just going to stream from the kitchen. And then you're streaming from, uh, you know, you're at the books, you're at Target and you're, then you're at the grocery store. At what point did you think, I, this is something, do you, 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 is there a moment that you thought, well, you know what, or. I did it, it because each time I did it, I didn't do it thinking I'll do it again. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I didn't, until I got off the broadcast. But the real moment for me was there were several when I was just literally going down the street. I mean, literally like out in public and somebody that I don't know said, I love your cooking show. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what show? And they were what like, show? I just watched you make X and X and X. Um, or when um, somebody sent me a picture of a lemon tree. Or, mm-hmm. you know, when you realize you're serving somebody, you know, because I was doing it selfishly. Like, I'm trying, I'm, I'm live because I don't want to lose my mind up mm-hmm. looking at these four walls, right? Right. But the minute somebody else let me know what I was doing was serving them, that's when I said, okay, I've got to do this again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I've got to do this again in, in another way. I can't do it every day. When can, I, when can I do this? And this is where you start to look at it. You see what works. How does this fit into my life? Because, you know, I'm all about serving others. That's why I started this mm-hmm. is because I want to serve. So when, when, it, when I realized that, because the reason I went live in the Target is because I was burying my head into the books because I needed to keep reading. I, I just need the book club was literally just the, again, let's try this. Cause you've got a couple of hours on this day to kind of get out of the house, mm-hmm. and be by yourself. And again, I'm like, okay, I didn't like the whole be by myself thing. Let me just go live, take somebody along with me. And mm-hmm. then people begin, as I tell people all the time in social media, it's like the minute you put something out there, people will begin to expect it. They look for you to do it again, even mm-hmm. if it's one-off, if it's once a week or once a month or whatever. Um, it's going If it's going to serve somebody, they'll let you know it's serving them. And that's when I knew, it's like, okay, this is it. This is, be- I just became, you know, a, a cook. You there know? you go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I, and I love it, right? And what you're talking about is, you know, like if we were, if we were in a room with a whiteboard, whiteboard is my friend because uh, mm-hmm. I love to, you know, I like to make a big mess on a on a whiteboard or a chalkboard. I would write C over T equals S. Consistency over time equals success, right? So being consistent, and like I say, that could be consistency could be once a month. It's not mm-hmm. necessarily, but is it regular? Can people find it? And you're doing it over time, and you stick in it. A lot of people that are that become experts are simply experts because they stuck it out and they didn't quit. Right. They just Mm. kept plugging and kept plugging and kept plugging. And finally they built body of work, of information, of content, of whatever, of connections of, uh, and then boom, it's the 20 year old, 20 year overnight success, right. Air quote. 
And it's like, oh, this it's like, oh, I'm just hearing about so and so, but they've been doing it forever. But quietly plugging along. Now some people burst out and, you know, are famous instantly. But it's that I think sometimes we forget that just that perseverance will go somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. Because once you've been doing a thing for a year and then five and 10 years, you're working your way to the top of being an expert just because you've been doing it. And so many people don't stick it out. Not saying that if something needs to go, you get